I remember walking in uh, home and walking past a mailroom, and there would just be these big boxes of Blue Apron, HelloFresh plated in the delivery rooms. Everybody was getting them. You're listening to Experience This, a show about the emerging experience economy with your host, Tom Young. All right. Hey, welcome to the show. This is Tom. Let's go around the room. Hey, this is Karen. Hey, this is Sean. Great. We're down here in the studio. And uh, today we're going to talk about, in our Experience This podcast, uh, the evolution of the culinary arts in our world today, (laughs) right? Uh, Eating and drinking is a big part of our social culture. And we want to talk a little bit about how it's evolving and how it's changing, you know, the way we experience mm-hmm. uh, eating and drinking and uh, everything from the cooking and the shopping to the eating of it and the benefits, et cetera. So a couple, a couple things I want to lay out here just to give people a sense of how big this market is and give you a sense of where it might go. The, uh, the grocery business in the United States is about a little over $5 trillion. So... And it makes sense. I mean, it's a big part of the economy. People need to uh, buy things. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of things in that number that include everything that Kroger's or whoever sells things. Some of them may not be food stuff because they sell more than just food. Yeah. But it's a big multi-trillion dollar market. The restaurant market, because re- think about it, you, everybody's got to eat. So you can go mm-hmm. to the grocery store and buy the food. It's stored at your house. Mm-hmm. Put it in your refrigerator, your pantry, and then you cook it and et cetera. Then there's the other thing. Well, I don't want to do anything. I want to go out to eat. So the restaurant business, everything from fast food to fine restaurants, that's about a trillion dollars. So it's about a, think of it as a five to one ratio. And again, that might make sense. In, me- in metropolitan areas, people probably eat out more mm-hmm. than in uh, middle America where they probably, that's a once a week thing. And there's probably some areas where they go hunting for their own food too. Well, that's, or grow their own food. we're going to exclude <laughs> the hunting market in this analysis. <laughs> Uh, and then within the restaurant business, about 20% of that business is takeout. So that's about $200 billion. And most of that's dominated by pizza. Mm-hmm. So mm, makes sense. So you watch the TV ads, you'll see you know everything from Domino's to Papa John's. You used to see Pizza Hut a lot more. You don't see that a lot. Yeah. Um, but then around here, local pizza joints do, are really busy, uh, Chinese takeout, et cetera. So... That's people are mostly familiar with because it's been part of our culture and our daily lives in terms of, but these are big markets, right? Yeah. They're, but they're also highly competitive and low margin markets. So the restaurant business is fraught with businesses, business ventures that go out and the uh, restaurant business is one of the highest failing businesses, right? I mean, a successful business is great. Everybody wants that, but they forget there's a lot of businesses that, that don't do well, that start off in the restaurant. They just, they just can't make it. Um, so anyway, we want to talk a little bit, you guys brought to my attention this notion of the evolving takeout market. It's almost food delivery. Mm-hmm. You know, my daughter works for Wegmans, which is one of the, probably the, the premier, um, privately owned grocery chains based out of Rochester, New York. Yeah. Um, there are, I would say a combination of, uh, think of a Kroger's, which is the largest tr- chain in the U S and the Whole Foods, where they kind of mix it up a little bit. So they, Wegmans really focuses a lot on experience, but within their segment, there's a a very a rapidly growing area of prepared foods. So they're yeah. trying to address this as well. So when you go to the grocery store, you can buy uh, prepared foods. The prepared foods can be expensive. You know, you can go to like a, you can get, you know, 
prepared macaroni and cheese, hot and ready to eat, but it's nine dollars a pound. <laughs> right? Yeah, it can if add you up. bought the ingredients, it'd be a lot cheaper, but you're buying for that convenience. convenience yeah. And again, this goes back to our um, the premise of this podcast around mm-hmm. the experience economy, where people are gonna start to trade time uh, and, and money. They're gonna cha- change those. You're gonna pay for that convenience and premium. And now we're seeing this evolution of using the technology that's out there for online and 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 uh, targeted segmentation. Just so there's some cool companies out there. So why don't you tell us about some of the evolving companies out there? Like in New York, there's a tremendous competition for food delivery services in this market. So Karen, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so Sean and I were just chatting upstairs. I think the evolution has been that you used to, the, the big players in getting meals sent to you were probably Blue Apron, Plated, and HelloFresh. And the way that these work are that you pick from a menu of cuisines or food that you wanna cook, and they send you the right amount of ingredients plus a card with step-by-step instructions. But this is really a do-it-yourself, we'll send you the stuff, so you don't have to go to the grocery store, but you still gotta make the food. So a lot of the times when you watch these cooking shows, or I like to watch these um, tasty videos on on Twitter, do you guys ever oh, see yes. this? Oh yeah, they're like 30 they're seconds. So good. Yeah. See, I don't know how, they do like a, a time-lapse cook. Uh, and it's I, I don't know who's making that stuff, but it's all good. Yeah. But one of the things is they they don't show you the hassle of pre-measuring, get everything ready to go. They just show you the the, the, the fun part of the cooking. They don't show you the cleanup and all the other things either. Yeah. Uh, but so what I think Blue Apron does is they give you all the ingredients yep. and the instructions and simple to follow instructions, but all the ingredients are pre-mixed and pre-packaged. Yeah, exactly. And all you're basically doing is doing the cooking and cleanup. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we've got a short clip here on explaining actually what Blue Apron does so that if people haven't used it, they can get a sense of of what would be delivered to them. Okay, so let's play that clip. Okay. Every night in America, people make something for dinner. But some of us make something much more. I'm gonna be proud. (laughs) With Blue Apron, any night is a chance to see what cooking can do. So that that clip uh, is clear that they're show- it's interesting there to me that they're showing the the uh, the social side of the cooking, mm-hmm. uh, turning it a, 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 from a chore to an opportunity to interact with the family and have it a family event to actually cook it and to bring out your inner chef, right? So uh, they're kind yeah. of tapping into this that a lot of people suck at cooking. Mm-hmm. But we've got a way to kind of tap into this. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would probably venture to say that that food prep and organization is probably a very big part of cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual uh, cooking is probably uh, a smaller percentage than you might imagine. But I think it was interesting when I looked at that that ad explaining it. It basically comes in a, a kit, almost like a model airplane. Yeah. And say, hey, we're going to go build this. We're going to make this meal together, and it's going to be fun, and turn the whole the cooking chore into something else. But at first glance, it seems like a luxury. So they say the meals are ten dollars and up. Right. So it's for ten, $10 to twelve dollars. It's ten dollars per person. 
So it's so yeah. usually a meal comes in two. Okay. For a, for a pair. So it would be $20 and then- $20 do, for a package? Yeah. And it'd be for two people? Yeah. yeah. I think you can buy it. They've got a, a, a family kit, which is feeding four. Yeah. And yeah. then a four, two people. Yeah. So the, the family kit would be $40 and the- uh, for two, it'd be obviously twenty. Yeah, and it's hilarious. But so it's I, delivered at that price. It's delivered, and I remember a couple of years ago. So I feel like Blue Apron was probably really popular about two years back, mm-hmm. and I remember walking in uh, home and walking past the mailroom, and there would just be these big boxes of Blue Apron, Hello Fresh, plated in the delivery rooms. Everybody was getting them. Really? Mm-hmm. Have you ever done it? I actually haven't. Sean, have you done? I've not done it. Yeah, I've not done it. It, it, to me, it's, it's almost like it feels like uh, the way they're marketing it be a date night. Yeah. So I have a lot of friends that have done it exactly for a date night. Right. Yeah. It's, they said, instead of us going out, why don't we just stay so if in? You go, if you go out to dinner in New York uh, and say and, and split a bottle of wine, you're looking at two to $250. Probably like, so we actually went... Out. No, the places that I go to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was going to say, it depends where you go. It depends but... where you go. I, I would say about, I would say around 150. Right, because the the the, wine, the cheapest you're going to get a bottle of wine is $50 right. at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the dinner and tip and everything. Yeah. So I guess, so 150. And if you go to like a, 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 a finer di- dining establishment. Yeah, that you're going to pay for it. You're, mm-hmm. To me, that's what you're you're up to the two fifty with, you know, the, the classic steak dinner or mm-hmm. a, a fine Italian dinner with a bottle of wine. It's just the nature of how expensive it is in New York. Now, people in the Midwest may say that's nuts. Uh, it's like a car, it's a car payment. For, <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's my experience of how much it goes. I go out a, a decent amount, and it's that expensive. Now you mm-hmm. can obviously do it in your local neighborhood for less, but what do you suppose that the low price point is? Like we have some local places here in New Jersey where it's a lot of bring, you know, BYOB. Mm-hmm. Right. So you bring your own bottle of wine, and they'll, they'll do half price. I mean, we do some of our events at uh, at Picasso, the Cafe yeah, Picasso in, in Somerville. It's half price pasta, so you can get out of there for thirty dollars for a, a dinner and bring your own bottle. So you're still gonna spend another $20 on a bottle, so 50 bucks. So this is still, this is competing with that and allowing you to do the cooking if you want to, if you wanna do that. Yeah, I think it's just right in between of that, like people that uh that want to do, that wanna like go shopping and get their own groceries and they, they feel that's the best way for a healthy lifestyle versus, you know, going out to restaurants and stuff is like a happy medium. So Sean, you think it's a, uh, a, a desire for health versus util- utility. It's it's both. I think yeah. it's both. Yeah. There's they're, they're targeting both markets there. Yeah. And going off of that, it's now different companies have come even more specifically focused on certain markets, like the fitness industry. That's where like Eat Clean Bro comes in, where it's prepackaged meals specific for a diet that you're following, or specific for weight loss, or specific for something. Um and in that case, it's not even you don't even need to do the cooking. So it's taking that's, one step that's further. That's actually one of the hard parts of of dieting is sticking to it. Yep. And there are some companies out there that will focus on certain diet regimens. Yep. And uh, make it easy for you to follow that. So that's, I know the industry, like like Weight Watchers, will sell you, you know, a month's worth of food. I'm not sure if it's any good, but it feels like you're eating a lot of frozen foods. Probably. And, 
Uh, but it, it, the success for these guys come if you're if you're able to you know lose weight and stick with it. And and the easiest way to do that is to make it as easy as possible for you. Mm-hmm. So if it's if it just comes down to you just having to order food that comes to you, that's all you have to do is heat up and eat. It's just higher chances of success, which mm-hmm. is what what they're looking for. Right. Versus if you you know you have to start cooking or. Or if they just give you a diet and you're expected to follow it, that's, I feel, the least chance of success. So, so if we think of Blue Apron today, do you still see the same button, the level of boxes, or is this was this a fad a couple of years ago in New York? So it, it's been very public in the press lately that Blue Apron is struggling with mm-hmm. repeat customers. So the number of subscription, because it's a sub- subscription-based model, and they have a lot of people that try it, but they don't, if the, the stats on, do they retain subscriptions past six months? There's a significant drop in those numbers. Yeah. And I think it's because it's a really fun thing to try, but a couple of things have happened. In the city, you definitely now see the emergence of meals being fully cooked and prepared and delivered to you almost daily and of great quality. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of more of those packages in the city now and less of the, of the Blue Apron types. And then the second thing I so I that's think, a that would argue that, that people are more interested in utility mm-hmm. than the experience of cooking because yeah, Blue Apron function. says I enjoy I want to cook I just don't want to go through the hassle of shopping when and there's a market for that for sure right but then what you're saying what your observation in New York is people are more interested in the utility of it they want the experience of dining but not the cooking and shopping yeah so I think they'd rather go out to meal and dine but it, yeah. when it comes to maximizing their time. Yeah, they don't want to spend it cooking. So, what's an example of one of these delivery services that gives you prepared, like it's already cooked? All you do is heat it up. So, I think for the East Coast, the two big ones are probably Eat Clean Bro, which, if anyone's driving on Interstate 95, you might see the advertisements all over the highway. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second one that's also really big is Kettlebell Kitchen. So what? Which one? Let's go. Let's go through some of them. What can we look? Can we look at Kettlebell Kitchen's website or something? Yeah. So, and yep. I know folks that have been using Kettlebell almost religiously for two years. And really. Every so every Thursday. Every it's a pay as you go. It's pay as you go. You can get. You can opt into a plan. So, for example, one triple zero one is my zip code. You have the. You have the first zip code. Yes, that's right. Because I live right next to the old post office. That's right. That it's easy cool. to remember. Yeah. Um, so this is just a list of their weekly specials. And you can see they've got uh, a lot of people follow a keto diet, right. um, vegetarians, etc. So, yeah, I mean, here's a list of the offerings. And you can either go a la carte and just select off of the menu here. And then... Scroll down a little bit more. Yeah. So they have even breakfasts. Go scroll up. Uh, what was that? Those eggs right there. Breakfast chorizo hash. Hit that that one right there on the left. Eight ninety five. That one, yeah. So this is a a breakfast meal they're sending. And is, what does medium mean? Just the size. I think okay. it was in medium and large. And the large is quite large. Yeah, and these guys make it. So look at the. Let me show the other picture. There's two pictures there. Let me see the other one. So they'll send it to in a container like that. Yeah, and you pop that into your microwave to reheat it. Mm. Okay. But it's good. They give you this entire, you know, I think this is definitely geared towards people that are in the fitness community. For sure. Yeah. Just the name itself, Kettlebell. And yeah, what? Yeah. And what's the, uh, so this is. And the other one, Eat Clean Bro. Now, have mm-hmm. you used this, Sean? 
I've not I've not used that. Yeah. I've had the, I've had meals because. Uh, and how is it? Really good. Really. Yeah, I try. I tried this. I tried kettlebell kitchen. And what was the reason you tried it? Function. I d- so you I just, high utility. Yeah, complete utility. Just wanting to come home from work and not think about what's for dinner. Yeah. No, and and so you've used like delivery service like Grubhub or Seamless. Yes. Uber Eats. Yep. You've used those. Caviar. Mm-hmm. How are they? Really good, but it's more. You're getting, t- you're getting takeout, and they're giving you the convenience of not having to go pick it up. Yeah, but you can see the lifestyle of most people in the city. It's probably Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday. People aim to eat healthier. Exactly. And then on the weekends, they'll taper off. So I'm sure there's an uptick in Seamless and Postmates and Uber Eats on the weekend because a lot of the options there are tend to be not as healthy as going directly for something like Kettlebell Kitchen or Eat Clean Bro mm-hmm. Monday through Friday to make sure that you're getting healthy food. It's it's got the two biggest advantages. It's healthy and it's supposedly you know great ingredients, all natural, all of that stuff, and it's so easy because you just put it in a microwave. So let's look at some other uh, other other ones here. Like go to the, so, Karen, you're a vegetarian, so sometimes you go out. It's a you know yeah. not every not every place caters to vegetarians. Right. So I still think the vegetarian options for these places is still a bit limited. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a lot more heavy protein meat based. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some veg options. I mean, as you can see. Which one did you get? Is it on there? I think I did the uh, the curry cauliflower kale bowl, and then the shiitake carnitas. And you liked them both. Yeah, they were both really good. Now, so for twelve ninety five, that was del- is that the delivered price? That's the delivered price. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you just type in your zip code, and uh, you get you might get a different set here because they're you're working with local kitchens, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I probably have a wider range than. Yeah. So type in the address, the zip code for here. Let's see if it changes here. They might not even deliver. They, they probably don't even have a vegetarian I think option they, here. I think here. they do. So let so what is it? Zero six. <laughs> I was making a joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do. I won't. I let that one slide. <laughs> zero six. Zero eight eight seven six. Zero eight seven seven six. No eight eight. <laughs> Sorry. Zero one eight more. eight seven six. Okay, let's see what comes up. So they have vegetarian. Uh, yes, yeah, it is slightly different. So chicken and pork curry meatball is Sketty's. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should try. You should try one of these, whether it's Eat Clean Bro or Kettlebell Kitchen. Uh, the athlete curry meatballs. Let's just look at that one. Athlete curry meatballs with sweet potato and noodles. So eleven ninety five for a medium, thirteen fourteen bucks. I mean, it's kind of pricey for a large. Uh, and, and so hit the hit the. It, that's what it looks in the bowl when you serve it. What does it look like when it comes like that? So it's like uh, the ingredients are listed down below. Mm-hmm. And chicken and pork meatballs in a yellow curry sauce with sweet potato noodles. Mm, cool. Yeah. So I can just if I say, all right, add this to the cart and see what happens, because I think there's got to be a delivery charge, right? No. Some of them have a, depending on where you are, there might be a $10 flat. I, I'll, I'd have to sign up to go any further. A $10 flat charge? Yeah, for delivery. Oh, so so that, that kind of kills it then. It makes it double the price if I'm just getting one. Yeah, but you don't, you wouldn't typically Hit get the one. FAQs. I'm just curious what it does with that. So anyway, the, but, but these are people who are professionals who don't have time to cook, want to eat healthier. 
Right. And they, and even going to the store can be time consuming to go because, as I mentioned before, the grocery stores are trying to sell these things as well. So I will say in the city, I notice a lot of people also going to Whole Foods mm -hmm. because their prepared food section has a great reputation. Yeah. Um, maybe because places like Wegmans isn't it doesn't have a city now you presence. live in the building right next to it you'll be able to have inside access to the Whole Foods when is that open next year okay mm. but the grab-and-go culture of so there's a salad place across the street there's also these Mediterranean places I think this fast casual being able to just walk in and Chipotle kind of caters to that yeah mm -hmm. that's also a competitor for some of these um, our pre prepared meal services because even with that salad place it's gotten and chipotle is so easy now i i have uh you know i'm a pretty big chipotle fan but i have not waited in a chipotle line and i can't even remember i just order it on the app i walk right in and now they even have the orders ready to go i just grab it and i walk out it well, you pay for me, it on the app pay for everything on the app it's 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 so simple it's just like going and picking up Exactly. Instead of having it delivered. Yeah. And even with that salad place across the street from your uh, yeah, apartment, you can, you can just place your order on the app and then just go pick it up when you want. Well, that's nice. It's, it's interesting because it's you see the levels of convenience that people are really starting to pay for, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, okay, I'll go walk across the street and pick it up. And then the next level is, I actually don't even want to walk across the street. I'd rather have my food show up. And it's probably... I don't know. Maybe some of it comes from Amazon Prime doing mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So, t th so there's, there's. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to digest <laughs> the algebra that's going on in the different markets because different people are going to have different levels of decision criteria. There's the, the high utility. There's the co cost conscious. It says I'll do anything to save money. And then there's the people who say, who are very time focused. Mm -hmm. And then there's a social dynamic, which is. Eating is has utilitarian, but I I want to so I want to go out and hang out with my friends. I'd rather go out and eat, even if it's more expensive, and more time consuming because that's how I want to spend my time is socially. Yeah. So taking all of these factors, social cost, utility, and time, all these factors, they're different levels for everybody. Um, I guess you could even add the other one is. Um, I think convenience gets into the time notion, but I was really trying to get at the notion of making it easy for you to stick to a certain regimen. That, that yeah. was, yeah. That so was I, don't know what, I don't know what, how, how that would fit, because that's not one of the four. It's slightly different. It could be discipline. So discipline, time, mm -hmm. yeah. money, ut utility. I guess it's part of the utility algebra. But anyway, just thinking about how these markets are evolving, because these are not small business markets. These no. have huge opportunities for people as our society grows and, and starts to value their time more, they're going to start to change the way that they buy and consume food. So just something interesting, uh, just even the dynamic of this, where mm -hmm. we're almost kind of trying to persuade you. I was looking at some studies earlier on this kind of market with yeah. the, um, of uh, ordering food, and there was two, two uh, metrics they studied, uh, annual income and so rel relative willingness to pay based on annual income and relative willingness based on age. And so it's just as you expected. There's a 30% higher chance if you're making 150K or more versus negative 30 compared to the mean if you're making less than 50K. So a lot of it is geared towards people with a little more money. Right. 
and the age is almost negative 30% for anyone that's 55 and older. And <laughs> as I was reading that, because I thought this was interesting, so it's, it's much more primarily focused around 18 to 44. The biggest, actually, market was 35 to 44. Age group, yeah, probably it's, a higher. Well, it's people income. with kids. Yeah. It's also people with exactly. kids who, yeah. who, you know, because a lot of these meals that I saw up on the screen you showed are are not meals that you probably get a eight year old to eat. Yeah, and they're, they're that age group is probably fitting right in the middle of uh, just young enough to embrace right. this and have so par parents that are trying to cater to, you know, kids teenagers are saying, I don't have the time to do all this stuff that make this easy, but I, I want to eat better. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. I got it. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's why that demographic is there. Mm -hmm. And for the older people, it was interesting reading their analysis on it, but some, some of the things they're saying is older generations just aren't used to the concept of subscriptions for everything. So they were talking about Run the Runway, Spotify, yeah. things like that. Outsourcing your whole life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not subscription model ready yet. Yeah, I, I, I'm probably at the, at the bottom of that category. Yeah. I, I'm probably more of an early adopter of some of these new concepts. I'm yeah. willing to try certain things, but you know, I also get set my ways, and mm -hmm. this kind of breaks that. And I have this, uh, this vision of me buying this stuff, sitting in the refrigerator, and then throwing it away. Yeah. So you got to be pretty disciplined on not only ordering it, but then actually eating it once it comes in. Because if, if you have a dynamic schedule, it makes it hard. So it, like in New York City, you have so many options, like right then I can pull, I can get something and act on it right away. Whereas I think in the suburbs, it's a, it requires a little more planning. And sometimes it, it's like people who I've heard of people that are um, you know much more crazy about the fitness that have set goals, they'll do this and they'll, they won't go grocery shopping for anything else. They, they don't want like, any potato chips or any other snacks lying around. They want to just stick to this diet. So they'll just order the food and they'll get to save all the time from going to the grocery store or yeah. buying anything else because this is all you need, breakfast, lunch. They today. don't want candy in the house. Exactly. No, no potato no, chips. Well, women that are getting ready for their weddings, this is a very popular plan to be on. Yeah. Like one or two months, right? hyper-focused. Yeah. You don't want to wait till you get months. fat till after you get married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> we didn't hear that. <laughs> All right. So we have one more uh, website or video you're going to show. This was the E-Clean Bro. Now, these guys are advertising all over northern New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And I guess they're a New Jersey-based company. They operate in Pennsylvania, New York, and uh, in New Jersey. Yep. And let's uh, we saw we watched a video. So let's play this quick video of just them laying out their business model. Let's talk a little bit about that. Sure. We go through a text message system. They'll send it to all our clients, telling them, "Hey, this is this is Bruno with eClean Bro, and I'll, I'll be leaving our freehold facility." Uh, we explain everything to them. We have the one eight hundred, the customer service number. So there's clients that know me by first name basis. Same thing with our other drivers. So it's 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 a personal experience. You get your order in by eleven fifty nine the night before. You'll receive your meals uh, the next day. Each morning, 20 vans are loaded with fresh customized meals and are delivered throughout New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania. Yeah, so in, in that clip, they talk, it's a high touch, it's a high touch service where you're interacting with the people. And uh, of all the ones that I've seen, th this one probably appeals to me being older because uh, I'm not that old, but even people who are even older remember the days of, uh, the milkman. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Where milk was delivered right, to your house, house. And you had a, uh, a container out in front of your house and people knew their milkman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when, 
when I was growing up and I was a kid, I remember visiting my parent grandparents and aunts and uncles out in uh, Western Pennsylvania outside of Pittsburgh. And Mr. Poston was a milkman and he became, he was a friend of the family and he drove a milk truck and we, all the kids knew him and, you know, we would see him in the holidays and, but he delivered that one staple. And so now the, this E clean bro gave me the same sense of, uh, the drivers are on the same routes yeah. connecting with the customers on the same, so they know them by name. Mm-hmm. And uh, this would definitely cater to the older crowd who either are unable or unwilling to, to cook when they get in their senior years. It actually would be interesting if they um, you know, developed kind of a community board around this so that people that are part of their service could connect with each other maybe in the 55 plus or 60 plus market yeah. Um, as a social component wrapped around it. Because uh, obviously a younger demographic probably is doing this just to get in shape, get their meals, maximize their time. But there could be a whole social piece, even though it's prepared. It's like going to a restaurant and eating alone, but I don't know, maybe discussing the meals or, or some aspect. There was a, um, a service group called Meals on Wheels mm-hmm. and they would deliver meals to people who were uh, elderly, mm-hmm. uh, sick and infirmed, whatever, and it needed home delivery of food, and they didn't want to, you know, always eat takeout pizza or frozen food, so they would bring prepared meals. A lot of church groups got involved in doing that, but this is sort of the commercial version of that. Yeah, using the technology that we have today that we probably didn't have 30, 40 years ago, where you can go and you can customize because they they don't just do it one size fits all. They they will customize some of the stuff and it's cooked the same day and delivered. Yeah, I think it's been great because uh, 10 years back, 15 years back, when you thought about takeout, pizza was probably the first thing that came to mind. And it's really cool that now you can actually get healthy options delivered to you. And it's it's not. Pizza, Chinese food. um, Yeah, those were probably the usual suspects. Pizza and Chinese. I like pizza and I like Chinese (laughs) food. (laughs) They're both great. Yeah, I, I don't know what's in them. I think it's MSG is in Chinese. It makes you order it again. Uh, but I, but I, I try to avoid those things because I know they're not good for you, uh, and I, probably limited to the weekends. But I, it's been some. I probably I'm on my third or fourth week without pizza. Oh, and uh, I haven't had Chinese in over a month. So I used oh. to be like doing it every week. Mm-hmm. It's, none of that's profitable. It is good stuff so. though. I'm two days on pizza. Really? <laughs> yeah. But that's a, the Restart weekend the just counter. took place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's, it's, uh, I mean, again, it's nothing, nothing wrong with pizza. I, just, I mean, at a dollar a slice or two dollars, it's probably up to two or three dollars a slice now, actually. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's great. Yeah, a dollar slice in the 1970s. <laughs> they still have them in New York. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's crappy pizza. <laughs> 99 cent slice. It's not yeah. so bad. Yeah. Uh, the bacon chicken ranch pizza, which is like the best pizza ever, is yeah. much more than that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, Karen just cringed as her vegetarian palate rejected that <laughs> suggestion. Okay, well, this is pretty cool. interesting. I, to me, of all these ones, as the old guy, I, I like the Eat Clean Bro. Mm. Um, Would you be willing to try it? Yeah, I'll, I'll try it. Did the yeah. name turn you off at all? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it scary. did, right? I did not like this name. I'm surprised that they, they stuck with it. I don't like the name. Um, but, but it's I memorable. Liked, I like the principles that were interviewed in the longer video segment that we watched. Right. Uh, and to me, the reason I liked it is because although they didn't say it, I'm saying it. 
it kind of reminded me of the Milkman. <laughs> so you like it for other nostalgic reasons. <laughs> I, I, I think that's right. I like it for the nostalgic reasons. Now, I'm going to do it just to test it out. But um, there, the, I would tell you, I mean, as you get older, there's, uh, to me, the the social component is an important one. So like, I have people who, like, who, you know, the pool guy was here today. Yeah. Right? I know him by name. And uh, there's some familiarity with that. Like to talk to him, hey, what's going on? Uh, it's part of the, co so I could switch pool companies, maybe save a nickel or uh, get somebody who's got an app that makes it easier for me to interact. But I know these guys, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I know the guy who does the landscape and cuts the lawn. And I could go probably get somebody else to do it for $10 cheaper, but I know him, I can text him. Uh, I, you know, I, I have a, a casual relationship with him. And I think at some level, the our culture where we have this isolating um, trend because of technology. And again, the whole reason we started this podcast was to talk about how we optimize our experiences, which are immediately measured through the way we spend our time. The sense of community yeah. gets lost with over-digitization because it isolates us. Mm -hmm. And so the issue is how do we use the technology? And in this case, if I'm gonna be getting takeout anyway or ordering food online, what I liked about the eClean Bro is that there's, there, there's potentially a social potential based on what I saw. So I'm gonna, I'll try it out and see if they, I like the menu choices and get a few things. Uh, and then uh, my daughter, Sarah, and I will probably, I'll get her to try it too. And we'll, we'll do a few things. Yeah. So cool to hear you guys going to try it. What are you going to, what, what do you guys like the best? I, I like kettlebell. So I'll probably yeah. give that another go. Maybe same. Yeah. That one looked the most interesting. Why'd you like kettlebell? Because of the, the, honest, health, the health side of it or the, the menu choices? This sounds really, I, I don't even know if it's a fair statement, but I kind of also really like their branding. Yeah, it, it feels does look very clean very and awesome. professional, clean. But see, this is why marketing is really good because mm -hmm. I think there's a whole generation that loves products just based on the experience of buying that product on the on the website. No, it is it is a clean brand. I mean, I I, I like that brand as well. Um, but but the the only for me again, I I explain my reason why I like yeah because it. It's, it feels like it's uh, the, the driver's going to introduce themselves. <laughs> you also have to make sure you're home when the driver comes. Well, if you happen to be, that's fine. <laughs> but I think they text you with their name. And, hey, my, it's Joe. I'm leaving the Freehold facility. I'm coming by. Yep. Uh, See you I at like 4 a.m. No, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's nice. Because it creates a, a, a connection versus this is definitely a clean brand. I think like Chipotle is a clean brand as well. Yeah. Yep, I like that. Right. Yep. So, but it's all, there's nothing personal about it. Correct. I mean, a little bit when they personalize your bowl for you, but I mean, you can't have interact, you can't have a relationship with them. No, because. I mean, if you go you know, Sean, as many times as I do, right, everybody, you will. <laughs> everybody but Sean. Sean can have a relationship with anybody. That's, you know, that's, that's why a separate he, podcast. That's a separate <laughs> podcast. But generally, you, you, you know, it's not like the, lo the smaller local stuff. Yeah. It feels yeah. like the eClean Bro is like, uh, or a blue collar local guy, and I just have an affinity for that, so I'll try it out. Mm. So, great. Yeah. All right, we'll have to regroup. This is interesting. All right, great. Well, thanks everybody. Thanks. Everybody. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to the show, Karen. I think you were supposed to say that. Yeah, thanks. I'll take it from here. All right. Well, we got to do the. This is the new Outcast. Oh, the out outro. The outro. 
I think outcast is a new word. All okay. right, outro. We're doing a new outro. We got to cover a few things. All right. One is what? Subscription. Do you subscribe to? We want people to subscribe to this, not just listen to it occasionally. Okay. Yeah. Check the us out. The second thing is nothing's better than what a, a five star rating. Always five stars. Got to give us the five stars because we get better search outcomes. Mm -hmm. And the last thing is comments. We need those. Yeah, we, we need your feedback. We want to know what people are thinking. So you can check us out. The best way to do it, if you're not sure, some people don't know how to do it. Go to our website. You can check it out. We'll have a full set of instructions. Uh, so whatever app you're using. Most people use, what do you use? Uh, I use Spotify. You do? Yeah. So we have Spotify. We have iTunes, uh, YouTube. There's a whole bunch. Of, whatever you use, we have it. And if, and if we don't have it, let us know, and we'll try to figure out how to get it. We can send you a paper-based instruction. <laughs> actually, actually, we do have paper-based instructions, even though... That's a fun inside joke to our team. So anyway, yep. thanks for listening and check us out uh, in our next shows. Thanks. See ya.